Welcome back to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing season four, episode four, A Sort of Homecoming, written by Etten Frankel and directed by Christopher Missiano. Original air date, November 18th, 2009. Lissy, how are you, my dear? I'm I'm doing. You're doing? <laughs> I very much enjoyed this week's episode. I wish I saved your audio you sent me last night about the Landry Jess kiss. It was <sighs> perfection. And you didn't use any names, but I knew who you were talking about. And when I even <laughs> tried to make sure I knew who you were talking about, you're like, yeah, duh, Landry and Jess. <laughs> like, like, okay, let's just who making else sure. Am I talking about? <laughs> Ooh, so hot, right? Mm, it was just, it was delicious. It was delicious. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to share my dream with you because I oh, think... I also have a dream to share with you. Okay. Dream talk. Um, <laughs> my mindset, I think, merged Tim Riggins and Caleb Rivers from Pretty Little Liars and specifically the shower scene because this week in my dream, I was dating Tim Riggins. No one else in my life existed. It was like all these random people and we just had like hot makeout sessions and then he... It was like doing something. He was super sweaty. He like takes off his shirt. And I was like, Tim Riggins, when you're sweaty, it turns me on. And then I pictured a shower and then I was woken up. <laughs> okay. Well, mine was not as steamy. I'm very jealous. However, I also had a Tim Riggins dream. Wait, did you get to kiss him? Yeah. But what are the chances of that? That we both have Tim Riggins dreams. Maybe it was Caleb who really was stirring an up our brains I think so but yeah mine was very like basic he was Tim Riggins and I remember in my head I couldn't I was very distinct of like it's not Taylor Kitsch me too it's Tim Riggins yep yep (laughs) and but like of age and it was fine and yeah I remember like like pulling his face in and like it was him yeah it was very strange but and then I woke up and I was like I thought it was going to be weird, like, watching him on screen. You know how sometimes if you have a dream about an actor that you've watched on the show, you can't really go back after that? Like, when I remember when we watched Heroes and Zachary Quinto's character, I had a dream about him. And then ever since then, watching him on screen, I was like, oh, my God, like, bashful, right? Like, I was, like, blushing. And then with Dan from Gossip Girl which very quickly dissipated. But I remember having a dream about him that I liked him and then woke up and watched him for the first time after that and been like, this is a little weird. I feel a little like, ooh, like I did something wrong. Or That's so funny. I only feel that way with people in real life, like people I know and I've had kissing dreams. But usually if it's someone on television, I'm like, ooh, next time I see them, I'm like, my dirty little secret. So good. So funny. It was a Tim Riggins dream week. Weird. Weird. Okay, so let's get into it. In this episode, Landry and Vince have feelings for Jess. Matt and Tim go on a hunting trip. Julie goes to a gay bar with Devin, and Coach does some research on East Dillon. It's amusing, kind of upsetting, though, to see Tammy listening to Slam and Sammy on her way to work because I feel like she only really listened to Slam and Sammy when she was riding in the car with Coach when he worked over at West Dillon. But We hear how frustrated the callers are. They're all blaming her for Luke leaving. And Tammy meets with the superintendent to discuss the new funding and where it will go with Dylan. She wants to put it towards the library. 
and he tells her there are no funds because of what you did to get Luke out of here. But she was just doing her job. Right. And she loses it, too, in the car. She's like, I was just doing my job. I know. And then she's like, I need some chocolate. I know. I loved that. That was so cute. And so after that meeting, when she walks outside, she has Panther Hater spray painted across her windshield. Real original. So rude, though. Come (laughs) on. This is the principal. There's no respect. There's no respect. Yeah. Over at East Dillon, Principal Levi passively aggressively congratulates Coach on his win or, you know, his quote unquote win, right? Because they finished a game. And Coach suggests on having a pep rally to boost morale. And Levi only agrees because Coach says it'll be free. Mm -hmm. Mm. So at practice, we have Vince and Luke getting each other's faces over a play. And Vince is yelling at Luke to get out of his way. This goes back and forth. So coach calls them in, gives them some tough love, and tells them everyone's getting tired of you letting the team down. Me too. I'm tired of just watching them fight. It's old, right? And then in the locker room, this continues. Luke is getting dressed, and he realizes that his wallet is missing. And so then Vince is like, why don't you retrace your steps? And so they get into a brawl. And it gets broken up by the other teammates. And then coach suggests to Coach Crawley to have them run stairs for 30 minutes out on the field or until the wallet appears. So I'm curious, like at this point, did you think Vince took his wallet? I I thought they were going to do a fake out. Like this whole time you're making it, it, they made it seem like Vince did have the wallet. But in reality, he didn't. However, that's not... In reality, he did. But in reality, he did. And I did, like, laugh out loud. I was like, ha, like, he really did trick me at that point. When Vince does eventually give him back the wallet. Yeah. And And I was like, oh, we're really going to blame him for that? Like, I feel like they were setting it up where they blamed him, but he didn't take it. And he was probably getting pissed that he thought he did. Right. But, you know, oh, well. Right. And so... Luke is driving with JD, which like JD's haircut or hairstyle is just, he's just a douche. And his voice is like so childish compared to the other kids. He sounds like a little baby. He's just ridiculous. And it's funny because I noticed his hair and I just annoyed me. And then we had two people write in and comment on JD's hair in this episode. And they're like, why does he look more douchier with his hair? Mm. Like, I don't know, it's a style. But anyway, so Luke is driving with JD and he makes JD stop the car because they're talking about like, I can't believe you let that kid steal your wallet and, you know, talk to you like that, treat you like that. And so Luke approaches Vince and they get into a fight in the middle of like outside of a storefront. Yeah. It was weird. And right there, there's cops. And so the cops come. JD drives off with his minions. They break it up. They end up bringing them in. They call coach and the cops tell coach like, okay, well, Luke's free to go because he's got no record. But Vince has a record and he's going to juvie. Yeah, the white boy is free. The black boy has to stay. Exactly. And so coach talks to the boys and he's like, listen, Luke, you're going to take the fall. And Vince, you're going to cut the tough boy act. And you guys pretty much like get your shit together. Cut it out. And so on the drive home, Coach tells them that, like, this is your shot. Don't blow it. 
And then he does a good old, like, I'm going to kick you out of the car and y'all are going to walk home together. Like, didn't this remind you of like all our other shows that have like team sports in it? Yeah, that was straight out of a One Tree Hill book. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like I must have missed when Coach, I just recall Coach going into the jail cell being like, this is how you're going to fix it. And then the mm-hmm. next scene, they're in the car. And I was like, wait, how did they fix it? <laughs> like, do we ever hear what went down and like why they let Vince go because they were supposed to keep him because that was his last chance. Yeah, well, he told Luke, you're going to take the fall for this. Okay. You're going to take the blame. And right, he like cuts Luke off because Luke was about to say like, my dad, like my dad mm-hmm. is on his way. My dad is going to say, I don't know what was he was going to say, but he does say, you're going to take the fall for this. And Vince, you're pretty much going to stop this tough boy act. Okay, yeah, I totally missed that. I must have been writing down something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So like I said, coach kicks them out. They have to walk home together. And we do see Vince giving Luke back his wallet. Yeah. I was like, ha, clever. The the two of them walking next to each other and like this swag. I don't know if you noticed like the swag Mm -hmm. walk. And I was like, all right. And I like I briefly, not briefly, but. Obviously, I know what happens, but I'm like, are we good with these two yet? Like, I hope this is the moment. Right. It seemed like it, but I also could see it maybe still happen one more time, at least. Kind of like Riggins and Smash. Yeah. You know, like, early right. Seasons. Like, they f- yeah. didn't really like each other in the beginning. Same with Matt and Smash. Like, it took them yep. a few tries to get, like, acquainted with each other, and then they ended up being really close. So I feel like it's probably going to go in that direction if I had to predict. Yeah. Coach decides to have some East Dillon Lions past players over from like the 1983 state championship. I think that was the year. Mm-hmm. He's trying to have them over. He wants to discuss with them. AKA he's trying to make a new team of boosters. And they're hesitant on why they're there. And they're not looking for a speech. And Tammy, she interjects and says that she just wants them to get to know her husband and that coach loves these boys and he's just trying to form this football team again. And Buddy ends up stopping by, which at first coach and Tammy are really surprised to see him because earlier coach has a discussion with Buddy and Buddy says again, like, I'm not a Panther anymore and you can't fake boosterism. But (laughs) what was that about? (laughs) I know, right? But then Buddy does stop by and it's so nice because the East Dillon residents, they're like so happy to see him. Which I'm like, why? (laughs) He saved it. He like essentially like saved this dinner. I mean, Tammy did so much. I know, but why do they love Buddy so much? Well, if you overheard, it was like, oh my God, Buddy Garrity, like nobody takes a hit. Like Buddy Garrity, because Buddy played he played for football too so and you know he's just a well-known dude in this town i guess i was happy to see that they weren't against buddy there i had a feeling like when buddy got there that they all are going to be like oh come on you're trying to pull what pull a fast one on us or something but it was cute i liked them all being like buddy garrity honey buddy garrity's here yeah and then coach is like buddy buddy he, he like chippers up it was very cute Coach approaches Virgil at Ray's Barbecue to see if he could hold the pep rally there. And at first, he's so hesitant. Like, he wants nothing to do with this discussion. 
But ultimately, he does agree after we see Jess asking him to rethink the idea. What has Virgil? I know Virgil has been in other things, and I didn't want to look it up. The actor? Is there anything that stands out at you that he's been in that I probably have seen? Because I'm like, oh, he looks so familiar to me, but I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, but I just really, I love, I, I love this daddy daughter relationship and it's sweet because she's seems to be the only girl and then she has all younger cute brothers that are just like young and playful and it just was just sweet i was like all right i wonder if there's like a mom in the picture doesn't seem like it i really like jess i really really like her i'm so happy to hear that because yeah also and i'm just excited to see i'm hopeful that we'll utilize virgil more like i really find him to be an interesting character because he's obviously someone who is, has a history and doesn't want to go back there because it's too painful. Mm-hmm. So I look forward to seeing more of that develop. Yeah. Um, okay. So the actor's name is Steve Harris. Okay. So even that sounds familiar. Yeah. I mean, we went to high school with a Steve Harris. That's true. We did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's been in a million things. He was in Justified. Did you watch Justified? No. Uh, Chicago PD, Law and Order, Grey's Anatomy, Heist, Ally McBeal, Chicago Hope. I mean, there is, and he's been in a lot of movies as well. So, okay. I'll I'll figure it out eventually. It'll come to you, and you'll be like, it will oh, come. That's what yeah. I know him from. Yeah. So this pep rally. Turned out to be a success, it looks like, right? We had a good turnout with live music, good food. We had dancing. And a lot of the past players, the 1983 state champs came. And it seemed to boost morale. And I loved the speech that was given. And what's a group of lions called a pride? And Mm. it kind of made me emotional. Yeah. I got teary-eyed. I'm like, what's happening to me? (laughs) (laughs) Like, why am I getting Well, because you know where it also goes. I know. So you're seeing the the true beginnings of it all. And yeah, like this is the first time that everyone came to support this team. Like nobody yeah. was in the, barely anyone was in the bleachers, their first and second game. And now people are like, well, I'll check it out. I'll come for like a little bit of a barbecue lunch and see what it, where it leads me. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I felt it was really important for those other alum to come and say something and feel that pride again. And I'm hopeful that Virgil will also get there. Continue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also in this episode, we do see Julie working on her college applications Mm. and they all seem to be out of state that she's applying to minus UT, which I loved where she like did the horns yeah she's like they're all basically in like california but there's a ut in there like (laughs) there's one texas college yeah and matt is really taken aback by this they then see Devin. she asked julie to go to a gay bar with her for support julie's really cute in this episode at first she's like Devin, are you hitting on me am i your type and ultimately she's just going for moral support so i really did enjoy her doing that and then at the bar she brings up how matt is like reacting weird to her applying to these colleges 
because they have the discussion of Devin asked, like, how do you meet people? And Julie's like, I don't know. And she's like, you have your forever boyfriend. Right. And then Devin spots someone across the way. And Julie's like, is that your type? <laughs> so it's cute. true. Like in high school, if you're not, if you're, there's nobody at your direct school, it's really hard to find a potential partner. So, you know, going out. I guess it helps. And also Julie is like, yeah, I've never really dated anyone but Matt though. Right. And now she's a senior and she'll be graduating and hopefully going to college. Yeah. So she doesn't know what it's like to really be single except for that one little year of her life that she had broken up with Matt because of, uh, the Swede, the Swede, (laughs) the Swede. Uh, also at the gay bar, she spots Stan. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing pool and she waves to him and he quickly like puts down his pool cue and leaves. And at the pep rally, she goes over to him and says like, listen, I just want to talk to you about the other night. Like, I'm not going to say anything. And he's like, say what? About what? What do you mean? And she's like, mm. oh, okay. So interesting. Yes. I'm here for it. Me too. We love, we love, we stand, stand. We stand, stand. And if, if anyone's going to be gay on this show, it best be Stan. I need him to be gay. (laughs) (laughs) I need to love him even more. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Tim is really excited about the annual hunting trip. Him and Billy usually go on, but Mindy quickly shuts it down because she has an upcoming sonogram. This whole scene was improvised. I figured I figured just now every time the two of them are in a scene, it's going to be improv. I I'm just so like obsessed every time he's on the screen because of his lines. Like when he comes in with those guns and he's like, Mins, I don't think they're loaded. <laughs> like, Are you kidding? Yeah. I don't uh, think there's any bullets in them. Like, I don't think. I don't think. Calm down, Mins. It's <laughs> so good. Obsessed. He then goes over to Panther Pizza to grab some pizza. He catches up with Matt and they kind of like talk about like, how are things going? And then he mentions how he's going to go hunting. And Matt's like, hey, can I join? And Tim's like, you hunt? And he's like, yeah, my dad took me once when I was Yeah, like a couple of times when I was like five. (laughs) Right. And so we have just like a very funny scene, a glimpse into these two hunting. Matt shoots the wind essentially thinking it was something it was nothing and then this was so good tim takes his gun he's like no he's like no you're done i'm taking your gun that's it like you don't you're- shoot at the wind that's this right. is dangerous no. <laughs> <laughs> i was like wow only like this is like tim's shining moment of like i'm an adult no you can't have this gun <laughs> Right? Oh my god, that's so such funny. a good point. Also, he's like, we're here to catch boar. We're here to catch white-tailed deer. White, like, uh, white-tail and boar. I'm like, and boar. for what? But I don't ever, I just, I'm just not the person. I'm Julie. I don't understand the concept of going hunting, so. Well, I know, because earlier we have Matt and Julie playing Scrabble, and she's like so taken aback that he's going hunting to kill innocent animals. And Matt says this line of like, well, I live in Dillon, and this is what people in Dillon do. Mm-hmm. And this is like Matt trying to convince himself, like, oh yeah, this I live here, I should live like this. Right. And it's just such a stark opposite 
of Julie because Julie yes. is everything that Dylan is not. I know. <laughs> you know? Uh, so I was like, oh, this is like the first true realization of if I'm going to live here, I need to do the Dylan things, but maybe I don't really want to do those things, but I'm going to force myself because I made the decision to stay here to do the Dylan things. And now my girlfriend's going to be leaving Dylan and I'm like, shit. Yeah. I'm going to be here. Yeah. And I love that Tim and, and Matt have a bonding moment that night over fire sharing beers and they talk about colleges and they talk about why he stayed. And then he brings up Lila. I know. I was like, (gasps) (gasps) I was on edge on edge. I was like, what are we going to say? And then he's like, do you still miss Lila? And he's like, yeah, like basically, I mean, that's all we got, but at least we understood a little bit more of like, no, we want different things. We were on different paths. It wasn't the time. Right. Which it was so funny because the entire high school was like the time. And then as yeah. soon as like they graduated, it wasn't the time anymore. It wasn't the time. Which is sad, but also like, well, props that you at least made a mature decision to end things, hopefully on a peaceful note and they're not resentful towards each other or any of that. Obviously, they'll still be love there, but... You know. How did what do you think of Matt's answer? Because Tim's like, okay, so you pretty much stayed for Jules. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. Right. But he also stayed for grandma. Right. But for him to be like, yeah, I pretty much stayed for Julie. Right. And I was like, that to me, I don't know, like I knew that, but I really thought truly he stayed because he's a caretaker and for his grandma. Yeah. And Julie was just kind of like the icing on top. Right. And then you do see that Shelby is at least yes. there to to help. Yes. And if Matt wasn't there, you know, I maybe she would be at an assisted living and Shelby would come and visit and help out and bring her whatever she needs. So maybe it really was mostly focused for Julie. But we didn't see, you know, I feel like this is like the first time that we're getting that glimpse it was yeah. just interesting i was like huh okay and now you know him seeing her apply to these colleges he's like what the fuck man i'm right. not asking her to stay but also right and he keeps having these conversations with richard about mm-hmm. you know i'm not like you um, i put my relationship first and he's telling julie like don't listen to him i love you we're gonna be fine and so that's just always matt's mo like he's just willing to just let go of his hopes and dreams to make others happy which we've talked about a million times but now we're seeing it again julie's applying to colleges she's not really considering staying in dylan no she's applying everywhere and you know it just they're they're different in that way julie's waiting to get out and matt feels like he's always stuck there even though he doesn't have to be. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Tim was also very sweet in this episode towards Becky. Becky gets accepted into a pageant, and her mom is so excited and promises that they're going to go shopping for a new dress, a portrait, you know, portrait neckline, which I was like, I don't think I've ever used that term, portrait Same. neckline. Same, I was like, is that like a boxy? That's what I'm thinking, right? Like a square? Like a square neck? Square neck, right? Yeah, but 
she ends up blowing her off because she had to work. And so Tim takes her dress shopping. And Becky's saying like negative things towards her mom. And Tim's like, give your mom a break. I'm sure she wanted to be here. And Becky's like, no, don't make excuses for her. This happens all the time. And she breaks down. And ultimately, Tim's like, listen, like, I'm going to help you out here. You know, here's a little secret. I never was able to be in a pageant because my mom wasn't around. And that's why I played football. I thought he was going to be like a little bit sentimental. Like my mom wasn't around and she taught me this about life. But he went like superficial, which it still worked. And his charm always works. And obviously, Becky was like, ah, Tim Riggins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I When we opened up the episode and you do see Becky and her mom together, I was like, well, this is such a something has to happen because this is so random mm-hmm. to shed a lot of light on these two characters that we were just meeting. Like, you know, if it was whoever else, it would it would make sense that we're showing them doing whatever but i was like oh we just introduced these characters and now we're like really focusing on a storyline and then you realize okay her mom is never around and this is why she is the way she is and you know sad yeah it is sad uh i don't even know how to segue but we're just we're gonna go on to talk about landry land okay well this is not sad so like let's go chess convinces Landry to give her and her friends a ride to a party in Kilroy. And at first he's hesitant because of his history with Tyra, which I loved that he said this. Like, I'm I'm not going to do this because I've been taken advantage before. And But ultimately he agrees because Jess says, no, you're also invited to the party. And she also invited Devin, which I thought was really sweet too. Yeah. She's like, both of you, you're both invited. And of course Landry can't like keep it cool. He's just like, well, I've done this before, so I'm not going to do it again. He can't just right. be like, no, nah, I'm good, and like walk away. He has to have the explanation of why what he's did saying you, no. What do you think of this car scene when he picks up her and her friends, and he's listening to Crucifictorious. They're like, we don't listen to the music. They're touching his hair, and they're like, it feels like straw. I know. I was like, this is, they're like <laughs> poking at him like he's some school project that they're just learning about. They're like, who is like right. this white boy? Like, we don't know anything about him. His music is weird. His hair feels weird. It was, it was so it. funny. I really loved it. Didn't they think it was weird, though? Like, oh, OK, we're getting one of your your new acquaintances to drive us like they couldn't get anyone well, else they're like, to you have drive them so i guess not many people have cars and it's all the way in kilroy so yeah. maybe that had to do with it but at the party we see vince approach jess and he questions her and he's like you're looking good tonight and she goes i know how you treat women and girls and then yes yeah and then tells him that she has a boyfriend and then she walks over and she's like dancing all over over landry and staring at him she's like grinding and landry's like oh yeah i'm here for it yeah so funny i know and so then later the next day at school Vince approaches Landry about it, about like, hey, are you and Jess like seeing each other? She told me she has a boyfriend. And he's like, no, that's not me. This is no. And Vince is like, all right, we good. Be safe. Yeah, I know. He's I love he says be safe. I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? (laughs) I know. 
It's like we're post-COVID world. Be safe. That's what I thought too. Anytime I hear that, that's what I think of. And so when I, I hear know. it in like shows it's like triggering. this, I'm like, um, be safe of what? Be safe of what? I guess he was like, be safe because if I find out you guys are actually dating, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> right? I know. And so after the pep rally, we have Landry helping Jess clean up. And he just goes for it. Grabs her for this kiss. Oh, oh my God. I loved this kiss. This this kiss was so sensual, mm. but mm. intimate. And like it went on for like the perfect amount of time. And like he just literally went for it. And then I love like the whisper after like, we're not, we're not dating, right? We're not dating. It just was so, ooh, like smooth and just sexy. And I was like, yes, fucking Landry Clark. Okay. You have arrived. You should not be afraid to do anything <laughs> with anyone because you're just the king. The He's king. The king. What, who sings that song? This kiss, this kiss. Yes. It's like. Unstoppable. Um, who is that? Mm-hmm. That isn't that Faith Hill. It is, or right? I think that's Faith Hill, and I'm getting it confused with um, "Kiss Me," which is the one oh. of that band that I can never remember. Six the Pence name. Six Pence and the Richer. Six Pence and the Richer. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. I think this kiss is Faith Hill, though, which would be fitting for Texas. Yes. Anyway, um, great kiss. We love it. We're obsessed. Mm. But to get to the end. Matt's driving home with Tim after hunting, and we see that Tim drops Matt off at the Taylors. And so Julie opens the door, and he's about to, like, what my had, like, kind of explained himself and his actions, and Julie yeah. is crying. And so Matt automatically thinks it's his grandma. When we find out his dad has been killed, and over at the Saracens, we see the two officers delivering the news to Grandma and Shelby. Yeah. Ooh. The silence. Thank goodness there was silence because if I heard Lorraine curdling, screaming, I think I would have lost my shit. Yeah. But they did it beautifully. And I feel like, I know this was never confirmed for me, but I just always felt like it was happening at some point on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. We're, we're, it makes sense. It make, just makes sense for progression of the story for Matt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. I can't. I'm not not looking forward to next week. We're together next sure. week. Yeah, I'm gonna bring lots and lots of tissues. Kind of why, like, <laughs> I requested it. Next week is a very. Mm. It's a big episode. It's an episode you ne- you don't forget. Um, but we're not gonna jump into next week just yet. We're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, we have Matt joining us friend of the show he's from the lonely boys and we're gonna talk about this episode and answer all your questions we hope you're enjoying this week's episode of talking texas forever and we appreciate you listening each and every week all of our shows are funded by our buddies who pledge to our patreon and it means the world to us we have tiers starting at a dollar and offer some pretty cool perks like guest hosting on the podcast listening to episodes a day early an invitation to the best group chat ever via discord to learn more about our network and everything we offer, check out patreon.com slash Network.
Welcome back from break. We're joined by Matt, our friend, host of the Lonely Boys podcast. Matt, how are you? I am so good. I'm so excited to talk season four. I was very excited when you, you know, came up with the idea and asked me about it a few times uh, to come on for season four. And I, I, we're finally here. I mean, it feels like I was just on, but I, I'm, I'm so ready to talk this beautiful season of television. I know. Yeah. I know. Because last time we spoke, uh, you said four and five were like your favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And season four, I mean, if I had to choose, probably season four is number one. And this episode in particular, I was thrilled when I saw that it was available because this just has like pretty much all of the elements as to why I love this season so much all in one episode. So Mm -hmm. obviously, Liz and I, we went through this episode, but I would love to hear what you loved most about this episode. Oh, my God. Every Okay. Just everything coming. First of all, Tim and Becky love it. Last time I was on and you asked what my favorite like relationship or friendship was in the show. I alluded to it, but could not uh, fully say what it was yet as so as not to spoil. But Tim and Becky is such a fun friendship to me. Like Becky, I I think she like annoyed me maybe the first couple of episodes, but it did not take long for her to uh, charm her way into my heart. And she's slowly getting there with Tim as well. Like that dynamic is just so funny. Like she just is obsessed with him, but he just wants to get rid of her. But yet he still kind of (laughs) cares about her as we saw in this episode. So Tim and Becky love it. Julie and Devin love that we're getting more Devin this season and we're actually like servicing the only gay character in in the show and giving her a storyline like that is very exciting so I love that I love Julie being a great friend to her and supporting her Jessen and Landry love it this is like even though Matt Saracen is not a uh even a main character anymore this is probably my favorite Matt Saracen season I just think he's gotten so funny like and just so like everything about him is just great and so I mean, that I, the weakest part about the episode is probably the Vince and Luke stuff, but I didn't, I don't dislike, like, that's still a great story. It just happens to be, like, my least favorite out of, out of, like, the five or six stories in this episode, because they're all great. Ooh, good, good, good thoughts there. Liz, what do you think? Because Liz yeah, is a I mean, newbie. Matt's making me excited about, you know, what's to come. I mean, I've been excited, but yeah. now I'm even more excited. Yeah, I, I hope yeah. My, my excitement is uh, contagious here. Yeah, if you're saying this is your favorite season, I am just, I'm ready for this ride. <laughs> and it's so funny because the last couple of weeks I've been complaining about Matt. <laughs> just because the whole Richard, whatever his name is, storyline is not my favorite. Yeah, I don't like Richard. He probably doesn't bring out the best in Matt, but yeah. <laughs> no, but if we're going to get more Matt development, then I'm okay with that, obviously. Yeah. It's necessary. Like I said, it's just it's just like a pit stop on the journey. Right. It's not everything. Right. Yeah. Uh, before we get into questions, Matt, did you have any specific questions for Liz and I? No, let, let, I don't I Nothing. Nothing off the top of my head. Let's let's just do it. OK, awesome. All right. So Keely wants to know, will we get more Lila references? What do you think? Hi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Probably, but like very slim. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she, if I had to she guess, she was a pretty integral part of the show for three seasons. It would be weird if everyone just forgot about her, even even though that is what tends to happen when people leave the show. But I, I, I like that even when characters leave, they still they still get mentioned. It makes it you know more realistic. Absolutely, and I promise you, this isn't the end. Yeah, I know. I figure that. I feel like we obviously referenced Jason Street a few times. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe like one time with Smash, like what 
them watching tapes or something like that. But mm-hmm. other than that, like who else has gone? We haven't heard anything about Tyra. Mm. It's coming. That's, that's another reason I, I'm, I'm glad that Becky's here because there was a, a, a Tyra shaped hole in, in this season that I was looking for another just female character to stand and Becky and Jess both. I really love both of them. So I, I'm very happy that they have not replaced Tyra, but at least they are they are giving me what I need in a teen drama. Yes, I agree. Agreed. Well said. What's next for Matt? Will he go to Chicago? Yeah, Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I he I don't think he's staying in Dylan. I think now that his dad has passed, it's gonna shake him up. And, you know, as we said, Julie is probably not staying in Dylan. She's gonna go somewhere else. So I don't know if they'll be like in the same city, but they'll definitely both leave. Yeah. Speaking of all that, I was watching this episode uh, already loving it. I completely forgot how it ended. So that was the part Same, where, where, where the, when they pull up to the house and it's like, oh, grandma and, and Shelby's back. What's going on here? And then when they I was like, yeah. oh, my God, it's this one. And obviously coming from the world of uh, Josh Schwartz shows, I love a good cliffhanger ending. And this really, really makes you want to watch watch the next one for sure. And that whole mm-hmm. scene is just done so well with that. You, you really don't hear what they're saying. You just kind of see grandma start crying and and like and then when Julie's the one that tells Matt, oh, my God, I was I, yeah. I, I had not cried that whole episode. And then that last scene just just really got me. Yeah. What an interesting device to use Julie to tell Matt, mm-hmm. you know, Matt could have went home and they could have told him then. But no, Julie has to tell him. Ooh, ooh, breaks my heart. <laughs> I also forgot about that, Matt. And I'm like, this is such a great episode. And then it almost like hits you. Oh my God, it comes like, out of nowhere. Like a ton of bricks. And when I was watching this episode to prepare, well, the first time and Aunt walked in, he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, oh God, it's the end. And then, and then next, I don't want to spoil anything, come. but next episode, it's one of the best episodes in the series. It's I'm so excited for you to watch it, Liz. Yeah. It's yeah, so... Michelle and I are going to be together. So I'm very, ex- I'm ex- equally excited, but yeah. also like, damn it, I really don't want to watch this episode. <laughs> I hate and to I, cry. Like, oh my God. And Matt's first thought is, did something happen to grandma? I was like already I starting know. to cry. I know. I know. I know. The worry there. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Keely. Chris, he wrote a beautiful email to us and he and the subject line I actually thought of you Matt was all emojis <laughs> I haven't forgot your use of emojis or lack thereof um so it was really nice to hear from him so he had a couple of thoughts he said what's the most consistently frustrating thing for you about this show for me it's Matt's financial situation his dad is in the <laughs> army yet they never have money that that is true I don't I, I maybe maybe his dad's just not sharing any, any money with him. Like I don't I don't know how that would work. I, I don't know what's going. We have we haven't seen his dad since season one, right? Like I have no idea what's going on yeah. with that whole situation. We and we only saw him that one or two. Yeah, it was episodes, like two episodes, right? right? He's was just yeah. there for a little bit and then leaves again. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't really know how it works financially. To be honest with you, when somebody's in the military and how the finances get divvied up and. I always just assumed that all of major finances went to grandma mm-hmm. and trying to help That's her. true. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how much money is go- is going into that, but that that could be be something. What yeah. what what other frustrating things? I feel like I I just share I share Billy Riggins' frustrations with Tim not a, not not staying in college. Like I get <laughs> we need to keep him on the show, but man, he he worked so hard and everyone worked so hard to get him there and then it's just like 
one episode. What did he last like two days in class before he came back? It's it's very if upsetting. That, yeah. I'm glad. I'm just it glad they, they didn't do like the same thing to Tyra. Like I'd love to see Tyra, but I'm glad she's probably thriving in college right now. Yes, I agree. agreed. I agree. Yeah. I I said out of everyone, she's probably doing the best because she needs yeah, it the for most. Sure. She needs she needed to get out of that town. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else, Liz, that you found that you find frustrating with this show? This is tough because like I really love every episode and like literally every single time I watch this sh- an episode for the, of the show, I'm just like, this show is so good. And then the McCoys come back and you just want to punch them in the, <laughs> punch them in the face. Yo, what's up with JD's hair? <laughs> Why? It's just like, what's going on there? Yeah. If I think of anything, I'll let you know. But yeah. right now at the top, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Uh, Will, he wants to know, is it time for Total Betty to make landing strip t-shirts like Billy has? Ooh. Also, it's time for a Total Betty Riggins 33 hunting cap. It's <laughs> a merch. Yes. I, I want a landing strip t-shirt so bad. And I looked for it over the weekend because I wanted the one that Billy wears. Mm-hmm. And I cannot find it anywhere. I love so. buying shirts like based on my favorite shows. You better believe I have a Dylan Panthers Tim Riggins shirt that I that I wear. <laughs> yes. Like. Uh-huh. Yeah. I need a Lions one, though, because truly, yeah. I think that's where my heart I lies. Think I would, yeah, so. Me too. My, uh, my fantasy baseball team name is always the East Dylan Lions to show, <laughs> to show support for them. Aww, my biggest rival in the league is the Dylan Panthers, of course. So, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I'd rock a nice uh, a, a, a East Dylan Lions attire. Yeah, we need to get that because I have a I have like an oversized sweatshirt and it's Riggins Panthers, but I'm like, mm, I don't know who I get. I get a, a nice uh, a Tinker jersey. There you go, <laughs> Tinker. I love Tinker. I know. We feel like we have like everyone keeps talking know, about we, him. I'm like, he hasn't said like one word yet. I'm like him. waiting for it. <laughs> we need more of him. Yeah. Will also says this pep rally seems to be a turning point. Prediction: When will the Lions win their first game? Ooh. Maybe <laughs> next week. We're still on, we're for long, no. for, we're still on first win watch. When is it going to happen? Yeah. Um, well, I had predicted like the midseason finale was going to be mm-hmm. Panthers versus versed versus Lions. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like it's probably not coming just yet. Maybe we'll save that till the finale. Okay. To you know, build up that tension for all the episodes, and then we'll see what happens in the in that last game. So you think and the Lions won't win until they verse the Panthers? No, I think that they have to win. They have to be able to compete head to head with them in the final. Like it would be between them two for like to go to state or something. Okay, like they have to like they'll step it up. It just seems it just seems so unrealistic right now though because <laughs> we're on episode four. And there's only 13 episodes of the season. So, like, realistically, okay, realistically, let's say the halfway mark is when they do their get their first win. And then my prediction is, like, real cliche, they verse each other in the, in the last episode. Okay. That's a good prediction. Matt, what do you think of this pep rally in this episode? I mean, it, it's, uh, it's certainly certainly a good idea for, uh, for them to... I, I, I don't know. I guess it's it is very funny to see a principal that just could not care less about football at all. So I guess that's why they couldn't have it in the actual school. Um, yeah. But 
I don't know. Maybe I missed it, but I don't know. Like, I, I guess because they're not winning, like he doesn't even want to waste their time with having a pep rally in the school. But uh, yeah. fun, fun idea to have it have it at a, at a local restaurant where everyone can we can definitely get good food. It looks like a good a good time, like a, a good place it to maybe like uh, set up some, some cornhole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? That, that's that was my first thought, too. Like, I was like, this is a man that knows how to make food. Like, I can I can just yeah. tell like, he is, he's wearing the apron. He's <laughs> oh, yeah. so good. It was funny when Stan was like, let me make you a plate, Julie. And Julie's like, no, I don't eat meat. He's like, what do you mean? I'll go get you a plate. <laughs> it just, like, <laughs> he just could not comprehend. It, it did not compute. Love, right, love Julie right. showing representation to the non-meat eaters as well. Yeah. Yes, same. She's the only I one. I know. And she stuck with it, too, because this she was did. like referenced a couple right, of like seasons a ago. She, she mm-hmm. reaffirmed it in this episode. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Will. Over to Vic. Vic wants to know, did you think Vince took the wallet when he kept denying it? So listen, and I talked about this, but I want to know what you thought, Matt. I'm trying to remember the first time I watched it, if I thought that. I feel like I feel like maybe I did because he like he takes it so unnecessarily and that like and he's so adamant that he didn't take it. I feel like I was probably thinking like they want you to think he took it, but the twist is going to be like he didn't. And, but then when he just like nonchalantly right. hands it back at the end, was he carrying the wallet on him like the whole time for that multiple day span? That they were, I know, that's what I was thinking. And, and he just gives it back. It was, it was pretty funny. I, I probably I uh, thought I was outsmarting the show by thinking that he didn't have it, but then, but then they revealed that he did. That's exactly what I That's said. That's what I exactly. thought too. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, we're gonna blame this on Vince. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think Matt was gonna tell Julie? Hmm. I think I think he was. Uh, he was. I think he realized on his uh, on his boy boys' day out hunting trip with uh, Dragons. That uh, <laughs> that Julie's the one for. I think he was just gonna apologize and, and be like, "Listen, Julie, no matter what, you can go to school wherever. We're still gonna make it." I, I think that was like it was gonna be such a positive moment, and then to just have the rug ripped out from under him. Yeah, yeah, I think he was just gonna be like, "Again, I'm re- reiterating, I'm choosing you." Yeah, we're gonna figure it out. I'll support you wherever, sorry. whatever you want to do. Yeah, sorry for being the way I acted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if we actually saw an entire season with a cast of Gossip Girl in college, who would thrive the most? Who would? Th- uh, well, it's definitely not Blair, based on the little we saw of them actually at college. Blair, Blair, uh, Blair was not handling that well. What? What's? What's the question exactly? It's Dan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, based on what we saw, Dan in those first few weeks at NYU was thriving in, in college. He, Ugh, he was like the big man on campus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was getting attention from everywhere. I, I could, I could see that if he, if he actually did end up staying in class for longer than uh, the first few weeks of or the first half of that season, I think he would have continued to thrive. Yeah, yeah, I think him and probably Vanessa. Vanessa, I think, yeah. would have done well. Vanessa in had everyone watching too. her stupid documentaries as as well. Yeah, <laughs> just but like Vanessa. Nate, he's like in and out of class. Nate never Blair goes barely to cl- went to class. Nate never goes. Chuck never went. <laughs> yeah. Nate never goes to class. But we also hear that he's like just randomly on the lacrosse team. Sometimes it's very very inconsistent yeah. with with Nate's college life. <laughs> yeah, and Serena, forget about it. Still waiting for Serena to get to Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too funny. Uh thanks, Vic. Mike wants to know, are Jess and Landry an item? What does this mean about him and Tyra? What do you think, Liz? No, they're not an item. And I'm actually scared that she's gonna mistreat him 
misuse his heart a little bit and like kind of fall back on Vince and she is a, I'm sure she's attracted to him because who wouldn't be attracted to him um but maybe Vince will like show a softer side to her and she'll like that mm. and I think she'll leave Landry hanging but I really don't want that to happen mm. I would love it for them to like just like really start to get to know each other and date and yeah. you know form a relationship but I don't know. <laughs> and I don't, I, you know, I can't make any predictions about Tyra because I truly have no idea what happened between the two. So I don't know if they're going to be end game or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Landry is also, yeah. Landry's asking the same question. He also doesn't know if they're an item or not. I loved when he just right. went up to him and was like, am I your boyfriend or like what, what's, what's going on? Did here? you not love that kiss? <laughs> oh yeah. That was great. That's, it was I'm so shipping. I, I'm shipping Landry and Jess. I love them. When they keep referencing how he hit her with his car. <laughs> yeah. Landry still continues <laughs> to have the best line readings in the show. Just the way he says things cracks me up every time. Even even when him and Vince talk about mm-hmm. it and Vince is like, okay, be safe. And Landry's like, okay. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, the way he said okay was really funny. <laughs> okay. When he, when I he, just <laughs> love him. When he asked uh, Jess, was like, what? Or no, he asked when, when Devin was like surprised he got invited to a party. And he's like, well, what is that? What, why with the tone? <laughs> <laughs> I just love him so he's much. Great. He truly, I think he is my favorite character. He definitely makes me so laugh good. more than any other character for sure. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Will Becky win the Miss Texas pageant? She better. Mm. With that portrait. Portrait neck. Whatever they said. Portrait <laughs> neck. Um, will she win? Sure. Let's say sure. Yes. And maybe she'll get, what did you get? Like a little money? I don't know what you get for doing those things. So I don't know. Is it just bragging rights? I have no idea how it works. Hopefully we get to find out. (laughs) Do we find out? Do we know how old she is? That is a good question. She can't drive yet. No. Or she she knows how. She can't drive or she doesn't have a car. Yeah, because she says she knows how to drive, but that doesn't mean so that maybe to... she's 16. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if they reveal if she's in the same grade as any of the other characters, but I can't remember right now. I feel yeah. like she's in the same, maybe the same grade as Luke, or is she year, a year younger than Luke? I don't know. She gives off younger girl vibes, but I don't know if that. She yeah, does. I don't know she if does. that's uh, accurate or not. Yeah. Well, how old is Luke? Luke, I believe, junior? Is he he's a not junior? a senior. He's not. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I'm definitely iffier with these with these characters than I one was with I our know. one through three. That's my gripe. Yeah. My gripe for the show is yeah. that they don't give you specific ages. I, I'm not sure. Sh- I don't know if they ever do with the with the East Dillon characters. If they ever specifically say uh, what grade they're in, mm. because I don't want to say anything because I know where a couple what happens mm-hmm. to right, and I don't know if that reflects their age or not. Right. Well, I'm assuming by you saying that Luke is definitely not a senior that we do bring him into next season. But he's not a senior, right? Matt? Like he's not a senior. I, I don't think so. I don't I don't believe so. I don't think any of them are seniors. <laughs> Just Landry. Landry. Yes, 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 Just yes. Landry. Of course Land, Julie's a Landry senior. is a senior, yeah. Julie's a senior. I'm assuming Devin's Devin? I'm assuming Devin's also a senior. Yeah. I'm assuming right. so. the three of But them. any of the, yeah. the, the okay. new characters, I don't think any of them are seniors, but uh don't don't quote me on that. Yeah. Yeah. I won't hold you accountable. Yes, thank you. <laughs> we don't. Thank you. Nobody yeah. knows. Yeah. When Coach was talking to Vince and Luke, 
he said he had papers to grade. Since yeah, when he does did. he grade he papers? Yeah, I I had that in my notes. <laughs> yeah, I wanted I brought this up. I waited because I know uh that Mike asked this question. I have no effing clue. There's that, there's no chance he's grading papers. I think he just added it to that laundry list of things he has so? to do to make it make himself sound busier. Like what was he grading? <laughs> he's the athletic director. He or I don't even know if that title carried over to when he went to Eastdale and he's he's a football coach and I like he's not teaching a class that's not I know <laughs> I know I was like what do you what do you mean you degree papers <laughs> unless he's giving the football team uh, like as papers to, can you imagine papers to write <laughs> yeah yeah I don't think I don't think we're ever gonna crack that uh crack that case no, no. <laughs> Uh, and then Mike says, what's with all the adult hate on Tammy? One thing when it's the high school kids, but people calling into a radio show to bitch about her seems a bit extreme. Also, I really wanted Tammy to go on the radio show to defend herself, said she did nothing wrong, but to be her boss self and tell everyone to go screw themselves. Matt, we discussed this, but what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Oh, my God. She would have held her own on that radio show for sure. But yeah, I thought that's where she was going, would it, to be honest. That would have been amazing. Would it have mattered? No, they, she wouldn't have changed anyone's minds. Like, she would have made them look stupid. But at the end of the day, they're still going to like I, that's I, I'm I'm not surprised even with the adults. Like, that's just how it is. And I have a feeling it's probably gotten worse now that like I, I feel like. Mr. McCoy is like a big figure in the town now, and he's probably not helping with the anti-Taylor rhetoric going on. Um, mm-hmm. I, I definitely felt bad for uh, Mrs. Coach. She had to listen to all the haters in this episode. I mean, I, I was like, Tammy, stop listening to the radio. Please just turn it off. Stop stop doing this to yourself. Like, I, like she just couldn't help it. Like, I felt I felt so bad for her. But I, I'm just I'm just not surprised. Right. I know. Yeah. Like stop listening to Slam and Sammy. Like you yeah, stop. exactly. You have to you have to do like what the boosters tell you or people are gonna turn on you. Yep. And now yeah. it sucks that she's there by herself now. Her like her her Julie's at, at East Dillon now, you know, her her husband's at East Dillon. She has to fend the McCoys and all the all the boosters by even even Buddy's about to jump shift. I know. Another, yeah, great so episode true. for Buddy, by the way. When he when he comes in and everyone knows who he is and it's so excited to see him. That that's like say what you want about Buddy, but he's got that charm where people are just excited to see him. He he saved mm-hmm. that dinner. Yeah, How we feel sure last week. List is like I don't think it's gonna make a difference that he's not a Panther anymore. I'm like just wait. Yeah, he's got pull. He's got pull. That, that Buddy Garrity. Do we like? Do we like him in this episode, Liz? Yeah, I thought it was cute with their they. When he walked in, they were excited to yeah. see him. It was it was comical. We yeah. didn't really get much other buddy, yeah, than that. So he went to the pep rally too. He, he I think he that's like the perfect use of buddy. Like have him in small doses just for the comic yes. relief, just just for moments like that. I think that's when he shines his best, and that's when I like really appreciate Buddy as a character. Right, and that that I could get behind. Mm-hmm. It was just like him being shitty with the money situation right. or yeah whatever else he did yeah, if you give him cheating exactly. on his wife if you give him enough screen time he is gonna mess up eventually so you need to just kind of use right. him use him in bursts yes agreed and i think if we do that then at the end Alyssa will like him. <laughs> it's been a long journey between you and buddy <laughs> it will be a long journey I, I am waiting for it. I'm definitely waiting for it. I think a lot of our listeners are too. I gave him MVP one time. So okay. It was. Uh, thank you, everyone, for your questions. Matt, did you have any other questions before we go into the rest of our segment? Oh, my God. I just I, I feel like I just want to. I, there's just so many. More. I mean, you guys probably broke it down all in the recap, but I just 
was so excited to see uh, Julie and Devin go to a gay bar. I don't know how they got into a gay bar. They are obviously not of drinking age, but I, I, right? I don't know how that situation works. But just the way like Devin is so shy to like bring it up at first. It was it's it's a very it, it's just it, it's a very relatable experience and just nice to see like play out on this TV show, which is like taking place in like the heart of Texas. Not not to say anything of Texas, but from what I understand, maybe not the most gay friendly place. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. it's just nice to see it on this TV show. Obviously, uh, Julie doesn't have much experience having many gay friends, but just seeing her, she, you know, very understanding. She handles it very well and is very uh, annoyed when, when she's not uh, Devin's type. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) I thought that was a little like, of course she said (laughs) that, but you know, Yeah, it was sweet, though. I really I'm glad that she went. And the fact that Matt was like, why are you going to a gay bar? What are you going to do there? She's like, you get with chicks. I loved how Matt was just like, you're going to a gay bar. Like he didn't it didn't even phase him, really. No, No. he just he just didn't understand why she was going. Right. Right. He was like, "Okay, you're going to be like a wing woman. Yeah. Julie. Gotcha. Julie was more upset that he was uh, he was going hunting than he, he was about her going to a gay bar. Yes. I would be more upset yeah, of if, course. So, if, if like my partner was going hunting. Absolutely. I, would mm-hmm. I, lo- I love when she's that. like, Matt, you're you're better than that. And he's like, what? No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's like, I'm Dylan. What do you mean? That's what, people do. What do you mean? That's what people do. With Dylan. I'm not better than Dylan. <laughs> Poor Matt trying to convince mm. himself. Yeah. Uh, favorite quotes. What do you guys have? Um, I can. I, I have a lot, but I think the one that probably uh, made me smile the most was when in that beautiful Tim and Becky short storyline, when Tim sits Becky down and says, my mother never took me shopping for a pageant gown. And because of that, I never placed at Miss Texas. That's why I got into football. That's a fact. <laughs> Very sweet. <laughs> oh, I loved another one by Tim. Deer and beer. Here we come. That cracked me up. And then I have, uh, you're good at what you do. You wear a lot of hats. Oh, coach. Yeah. Coach Tammy. said that to Tammy. Yes, that was a nice moment. That was yeah, so I really like that. Uh, I have two men's. I don't think they're loaded. We're fine. Tim with the guns. And then Buddy Garrity ate all my damn steak. That, that was good, too. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy's like, don't thank me. Thank Buddy Garrity. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was a great scene. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, MVP and shittiest. Matt, who's your MVP? Ooh. Um... I, I've been hyping her up. I, I got to go. I mean, I, I wanted to give it to either uh, Julie or Tim as, as the big come with guys in this episode. But uh, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Julie. I mean, which is good because I gave it to Tim last time. So like I said, like she's just an ally to her Bessie Devin. She goes to the gay bar, just overall very supportive. I wouldn't expect her to be weird about it. But, you know, some people would be. It's just a very cute storyline. She she, you know, also the thing with Stan, like she net, lets him know she's not going to tell anyone, even though he reacts a little weirdly to that. And then also yells at Matt for killing the poor defensive animals and, and reconfirms she's still a vegetarian. Great, great episode for one of my faves. Yeah, yeah I have to agree. Is that who you chose? Yes. Yay. Yeah, we had votes for her. I chose Tammy just for being who she is at dinner. I absolutely loved that. And we had also votes for Coach. Okay. Yeah. As shittiest. Matt? All right. I I mean, I desperately want to give it to JD because I hate him. And the the brief thing we saw, I wanted to like punch him in the face. But I don't think he was in it enough to warrant that. So, I I mean, I love Vince, but I'm actually going to give shittiest to him. Like he he's it's. 
I, I he just has multiple bad looks in this episode. He uh, he unnecessarily steals Luke's wallet, obviously, which which starts that whole mess. And then just the way he talks to Jess really turned me off. Like the line where he tells her he can only treat someone the way they allow him to treat them mm, is gross. Yeah. And then he how he tries to like intimidate Landry when he thinks that he's her boyfriend. He he should obviously just let them do whatever they want. And you know I I, I do I do hate the Panthers, but still not cool when we get the casual homophobia from him from Vince. Uh, referring to them as Luke's boyfriends as kind Mm -hmm. of like an insult and so just a down episode for Vince but I still love him and he's a great addition to the cast and you know always room to grow beautifully said thank you yes that's who I I chose yes as well yeah uh coach's corner did you have a favorite moment yes um it's always tough to to narrow these down, but I mean, I think the obvious one is when Coach goes to jail to uh to get Luke and Vince. For, first of all, he sticks up for Vince. He, he like uses his name when the police officer is not just calling them the white one and the black one or whatever he says. I, yeah. I like that. Uh, first of all, he's just like his name is his his name is Vince. And then when he go he like has a plan. He's like, listen, Luke, you're gonna take the fall for this. Just listen to me. This is what we're gonna do. And then you know, also also in the car after when he gives him a speech, and then when he just kicks him out of the car for some nice, so they can have some nice bonding on on their walk home. Did that remind you of One Tree Hill? Um, what what part of One Tree Hill? I, I it's escaping when me. when Whitey makes Luke and. And, uh, and they, and oh, they oh yeah, that's right. Yes, it, it should have fighting. But, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. That, that was very. That was first season. That was very. Yeah, it's like early it's on. like the fifth or sixth episode of the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm still trucking along with uh, with One Tree Hill. I'm up, to, I'm up to the new era. I'm in season five. Oh, season five is good. Yeah, it's I been all right so far. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. And six is when it starts to be like, can this end? And then seven <laughs> and eight are the worst. And then I have heard you good. say that before. Yeah. I know. Seven I will shut my mouth every time it just comes out. It I just really comes out. can't help it's like it. It's word vomit. <laughs> it's word vomit. Zero, zero days since Michelle has last <laughs> hated on season seven and eight of One Tree Hill. <laughs> yeah. If, if it's Mike, he's going to be like, oh, and Michelle, we always like to tell you that you have season eight on DVD that you purchased it. You have money. <laughs> Oh, it's on Apple. It's money. on my an Apple. <laughs> on my Apple. Yeah, I own it. Unfortunately, the she worst. owns it. Getting a lot of use out of that. I wish I could pay Apple to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> like, just take it off that I ever even wipe this from the record, please. Garbage. Anyway, Liz, Coach Corner. I actually chose Tammy at dinner. Me too. When she vouches for Coach, and she's like, "Well, just listen. Like, he's just brought you here to get to know you and." We're hopeful that you'll, you know, want to get to know us too, basically. Like, because coach was like struggling. He's like, uh, 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 yeah. like I don't yeah. know how to get myself out of the situation. She did, she did really well. Night and day yeah. with how he's able to just like handle the the kids with such ease to where he has know. to talk to like these potential boosters, I guess. He's just uh, at a loss for words. That's very yeah. true. Well, he's screaming in the kids' faces. Yeah, yeah that's true. So, you know. He wouldn't. Uh, he, he wouldn't be able to do that. Probably with wouldn't these work. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Probably wouldn't work. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for submitting your questions and all your comments. Uh, Liz, who's our booster of the week? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. Our booster is Chris. Chris. Yay. Yes, I haven't, I don't know if his email is spoiler free, 
just, you know, I didn't read it just in case, but I was so happy to see that he did email us Mm -hmm. and that he has pledged for the year, which is so special. So we just wanted to say thank you. And we know you've been here before, but we're hoping that you're going to like your part two of (laughs) being a total buddy patron. And we're happy to have you. Thank you, Chris. And thank you for always sending those emojis. Like I saw Mm -hmm. that email this morning and I was like, who sent us all these emojis? Like every emoji from our episode, which is amazing. My my opposite, the opposite of me. (laughs) I love it. It really is. Uh, To segue into that, which emoji should we pick to pair with this episode? Oh, God. Mm. Matt, can I put you on the spot? What do you think? Um, Should it be? I don't know. Is it something with the pep rally? Is there some kind of barbecue emoji that we could use? I know. Okay, so I looked for barbecue. I don't know if we should do like a piece of meat. I was like ribs that maybe could work. or something. Right? I also was thinking the boar emoji because Tim wanted to hunt mm-hmm. wild boar. What do you think, Liz? I mean, there's just like pig. It's not really like barbecue. <laughs> I know. It's kind of They're really lame. dropping the ball on those those emojis. They really are. Like, come on, update. Like, there should be a barbecue or something. <laughs> and they have like chicken leg. Okay. Send us a chicken send, leg. Send us a chicken leg. <laughs> send us a chicken leg. Because, you know, there's probably chicken there. That's right. So you could send us a chicken leg in an Apple podcast review if you haven't yet. And you don't are Don't call enjoying. us chickens, though. That's right. Don't call us chickens. Say go lions. Roar. There she Ooh, is. Oh, there it is. There it is. And we actually. I don't think I did it last week. I, I don't think you did. So you're slacking. Sorry for letting you guys down. Come on, Liz. Keep up. But we do <laughs> we do have a lion of the week, which is really Oh my exciting. god, we do. Great podcast. Five stars from Renee W nineteen eighty-five. Uh, I've only just started listening. I tried a few different ones, and this one sounded the best in the first few minutes. And I'm glad I stuck around. Well, thank God for those first <laughs> few minutes. <laughs> You really want to put well, your best stuff in the first few minutes, just in <laughs> case. Lesson to all you podcasters, make sure it's the first few minutes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, but thank you, Renee. That's yes, very sweet. All getting we're, we're so happy. Thank you so much. You are a lion of the week. Uh, like we said, we would really appreciate if you left us an Apple podcast review. If you haven't already and you're enjoying the show, you can rate us five stars. And then you can stick that chicken leg emoji. <laughs> My hand signal here is not really a chicken emoji. That's not it. That's not a chicken leg. Okay. Well, anyway, moving on. Let's talk about next week. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here's the dealy and the truths. Now, every week, I always watch ahead because I want to give you a line or something for you to predict on. Next week is an episode you never forget. Like once you watch it, you don't forget it. And I just didn't want to put myself in that spot yet. So I have not watched it, even though okay. I know the episode. So I'm yeah. just going to give you the title and you can make some predictions. This oh, is We're geez. talking about episode five, The Sun. Oh. We're going to have one of our Total Betty patrons join us. Oh, I'm goodness. getting chills. Yeah, it, it's an episode. And so Liz and I, we Zoom every week unless it's like a live show with one of if we do premieres together. Because Mondays are hard. Mondays are hard. <laughs> and I texted her a couple weeks ago. I said, hey, can we make an exception? And can we be in person and watch the, this episode together? Because it's kind of a big dill pickle. Oh, man. And mm-hmm. 
She agreed. So I'm really, we're just going to hold each other and cry because I'm not mm. even going to sugarcoat yeah, it. Get the tissues it's, ready. Yeah. No. But it's oh, also man. Zach Gilford's performance is. Yeah, if he didn't win, if he didn't win an acting. Emmy, he should have. Yeah. Wow. I'm so excited. Yeah. Slash you don't even, nervous. Yeah. I mean, you don't even really need to make predictions. I think you know what's coming. Mm. So. I mean, I'm assuming it's a funeral and people getting together to mourn and say their grievances to Matt and um, grandma. That should be interesting. How do you think Matt is going to react? What do you, how do you think Matt feels? I feel like we don't we don't really know much about their relationship in general. Like we saw it that one or two times where he's like very hard on Matt and Matt doesn't like necessarily like live up to what he wanted for his son. And so maybe like I said earlier, this will kind of just like spark like you only live once and I need to do something that I'm passionate about. So maybe he'll just like throw himself into his art and just like feel like put his emotions there and maybe not talk about it as much because he's not like, let's be honest, he's not like a he's not like a talker. <laughs> he doesn't like to talk about things. He, he struggles to put sentences together sometimes. <laughs> he struggles to open his mouth to speak. Yeah, yes. So I can't imagine him like having these really intense conversations. Probably just will it be accepting of people like being there for him but probably won't really be saying much and like I said maybe in the next few weeks we'll see him like really focus and maybe Richard will help him in some way emotionally where he kind of like forgives himself because like you know I don't know how Matt feels about his dad mm-hmm. like I don't know if Matt will feel guilty or if Matt will feel angry or I'm sure he'll go through all the stages of grief yeah so, yeah, I'm interested to see how he actually feels about it. I'm sure he's devastated, but, like, I don't know. I just don't know. It's good. Right, Matt? It's good. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's good. <laughs> but I very much look forward to watching the episode and whoever is our patron discussing it with them. Whew. Whew. It's a big one. I can't, I can't ready yeah. to listen to the reaction. I know. Oh. I know. Oh, no. I don't and know no if pressure. I would even and, talk about it. And also, I don't <laughs> want this to be like, I'm talking it up or we're talking it up. It's not that, it's not like that level. It's just like, this is an important episode. Yes. Really good acting, emotional. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, we do have Will's Football Poetry Corner. Oh, Will. <laughs> Will. Will. The option is a play type where the QB can keep it, hand it off to the fullback, or pitch it to the running back. This episode is all about options, whether it's the football variety with Vince and Luke or the life type with Vince and Luke. Meanwhile, Buddy feels like he is out of options now that he isn't a Panther, Julie is mulling over college options, and Becky hates all the options for her pageant dress. Wow, this is a good one. Outstanding as always. (laughs) Very impressive. That one was so perfect. Not that they always aren't always, but that was really good. This was great, Will. Thank you. Uh, Matt, 
thank you so much for being here. No, Matt, thank you so much for having like me. You're like our favorite guest. You are our favorite it. guest. Stop. You're just no, no, no kidding. Like last time you were on, after we hung up, Liz sent me an audio message. She's like, I think he's my favorite. Oh my and this is my favorite episode. And I was like, yay. I'm going to keep harassing well, him. I, that's, this is why I need to keep coming back to make all the other guests jealous. I <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. Like we ha- we're, we've become more selective <laughs> Ooh. Because, you know, of jiving with certain people. And I was like, we jive well, now, with this Now one. I'm honored. This, this is, is such an one. honor. <laughs> we jive with this we jive, one. We jive with this one. <laughs> you have been chosen. You have been chosen to be Putting our, that on, like, on my resume. Guest. Yes. J- jives with Total Petty Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that could be Un- a t-shirt. Under special skills. There you go. There you go. In all seriousness, thank you so much. We absolutely love when you're here. Please promote Lonely Boys. Yes, absolutely. Tell tell the world. Yeah, where are you in in your season? We we are in between season three and four. We are at the end of the off season just about and are about to start uh, recording season four very soon. Uh, I am a very big fan of the first half of season four, at least. Uh, It starts going a little downhill after that, but it should be fun anyway. Me and my co-host, Brendan, we are lifelong friends. I know the show very well. He knows the show not at all, is watching it for the first time. And uh, much like you guys did once upon a time, we are breaking down every Gossip Girl episode. And we also have a Patreon. You could uh, check that out as well. We are the Sandy Boys, where we are breaking down the OC episodes now, still in season one for that. So if you love Josh Schwartz shows like I do and like so many people do and like everyone should, then check us out. Subscribe to us at The Lonely Boys. And and since if you have any leftover chicken leg emojis, emojis send, send them our way as well. Rate and review <laughs> us. You know, there's enough chicken legs to go around, I think. So uh, please don't don't hesitate. I hope you get a chicken leg Please in there. Send I chicken really emojis do. to Matt and the Lonely Boys. Please, do. that would make my heart so Please happy. Do. Like that Please bucket of meat you get, right? There's buckets of meat. I don't yeah, eat meat. Like a fried so. chicken bucket. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Give That's one. So good. Give one to the Lonely Boys. If you love Gossip Girl, go check them out. They're amazing. Uh, but again, thank you everyone for listening and downloading every week. We appreciate you. Please come back next week for episode five the sun and if you want to send us questions and comments email us talkintexasforever at gmail.com we'll see you next week see ya Yay. yay thank you so much for listening to talking texas forever a friday night lights podcast you can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com if you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others head over to instagram and search total betty podcast network This has been a Total Betty podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.